scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to day one of week 18 of the daily Bible reading. Today we're in 1 Samuel chapters 18 and 19, 1 Chronicles chapter 3, Psalm 59, and Acts chapter 13. But before we begin the reading, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we are grateful that we can read so much of your word today. We pray, Father, that you would help us as we read it to be able to concentrate and to be able to pull out the good lessons that you've given for us. We know, Father, that you have done many great things for your people, that even in situations where it's terrible, you have been faithful to your people and you have helped them. And we pray, Father, that we would be your people, that you would help. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's begin our reading in First Samuel chapter 18. When he finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan became attached to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Saul took him on that very day, and did not allow him to return to his father's house. Then Jonathan made a covenant with David, because he loved him as his own soul. Jonathan stripped off the robe that he was wearing and gave it to David, along with his fighting attire and even his sword, his bow, and his belt. David went out whenever Saul sent him, and he succeeded. So Saul appointed him over the men of war, and it pleased all the people, and even pleased the servants of Saul. When they were coming back, after David had returned from striking down the Philistine, the women went out from all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with three-stringed instruments. And the women sang as they danced, and they said, Saul has struck down his thousands, but David his ten thousands. Saul became very angry, and this saying displeased him, and he thought, They have attributed to David ten thousands, but to me they have attributed thousands. What more can he have but the kingdom? So Saul was watching David with suspicion from that day onward. On the next day the evil spirit from God rushed upon Saul, and he prophesied in the middle of the house. Now David was playing the lyre with his hand on that day as usual, and the spear was in Saul's hand. Then Saul hurled the spear and thought, I will pin David to the wall. But David eluded him twice. Now Saul was threatened by the presence of David, because Yahweh was with him, but had departed from Saul. So Saul removed him from his presence and made him commander of a thousand. So he marched in and out at the front of the army. And David was achieving success in all his ways, and Yahweh was with him. But when Saul saw that he was very successful, he was severely threatened by him. However, all of Israel and Judah were loving David, so he was going forth and marching ahead of them. Then Saul said to David, Here is my older daughter Mireb. I will give her to you as your wife. Only be a brave warrior for me and fight the battles of Yahweh. For Saul thought, my hand will not be against him, but let the hand of the Philistines be against him. But David said to Saul, Who am I, and who are my relatives, the clan of my father in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king? But at the time Saul's daughter Mireb was to be given to David, she was given instead to Adriel, the Meholathite, as wife. Now Saul's daughter Michael loved David, so they told Saul, and the matter pleased him. And Saul thought, I will give her to him, so that she may be a snare for him, and the hand of the Philistines may be against him. 
So Saul said to David, For a second time you can become my son-in-law today. Then Saul commanded his servants, Speak to David in secret, saying, Look, the king is pleased with you, and all his servants love you. So then become a son-in-law of the king. And Saul's servants spoke these words to David privately. But David said, Is it insignificant in your sight to become the son-in-law of the king, as I am a poor and lightly esteemed man? So the servants of Saul informed him, saying, This is what David said. Then Saul said, This is what you must say to David. The king desires no bride price except a hundred foreskins of the Philistines to avenge himself on the enemies of the king. Now Saul had planned to allow David to fall by the hand of the Philistines. So his servants told David these words, and the matter pleased David to become the son-in-law of the king, as the specified time had not expired. And David got up, and he and his men went and struck down two hundred men of the Philistines. Then David brought their foreskins, and they presented the full number to become the king's son-in-law. Then Saul gave him Michal, his daughter, as his wife. When Saul realized that Yahweh was with David, and his own daughter Michal loved him, Saul was threatened by David still more. So Saul became a perpetual enemy of David. Then the commanders of the Philistines went out for battle, and as often as they went out, David succeeded more than all the servants of Saul, and his name became very esteemed. Chapter 19 Now Saul spoke to Jonathan his son and to all his servants about killing David, but Saul's son Jonathan liked David very much. So Jonathan informed David, saying, My father Saul is trying to kill you. Now please take care. In the morning you should stay in the hiding place and conceal yourself. I will go out and stand at my father's side in the field where you are, and I will speak about you to my father. If I find out anything, I will tell it to you. So Jonathan spoke well about David to his father Saul and said to him, The king should not sin against his servant David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his service for you has been very good. He put his life in his hand and attacked the Philistine, and Yahweh brought about a great victory for all of Israel, and you saw it and rejoiced. Now why should you sin against innocent blood by killing David without cause? And Saul listened to the voice of Jonathan and swore, As Yahweh lives, he will not be put to death. Jonathan called to David and told him all of these words. Then Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was before him as formerly. War came again, so David went out and fought against the Philistines and defeated them thoroughly, so that they fled before him. Then the evil spirit from Yahweh came upon Saul while he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand, and David was playing a stringed instrument in his hand. So Saul tried to pin David to the wall with the spear, but he eluded Saul, so that he struck the spear into the wall, and David fled and escaped that same night. Then Saul sent messengers to David's house to guard him and to kill him in the morning. But Michal his wife told David, saying, If you do not save your life tonight, then tomorrow you will be killed. So Michal lowered David through the window, and he went and fled and escaped. Then Michal took the household god and put it on the bed, and put a quilt of goat's hair at its head, and covered it with the clothes. And Saul sent messengers to arrest David, but she said, He is ill. So Saul sent the messengers to see David, saying, Bring him up to me in the bed, so that I can kill him. When the messengers came, to their surprise, the idol was on the bed, and the quilt of goat's hair at the head. Then Saul said to Michal, why have you deceived me like this, and sent away my enemy, so that he escaped? 
Michael said to Saul, He said to me, Let me go, why should I kill you? So David fled and escaped, and he came to Samuel at Ramah and told him all that Saul had done to him. Then he and Samuel went and stayed at Nioth, and it was told to Saul, David is in Nioth in Ramah. So Saul sent messengers to capture David. When they saw the company of the prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as chief over them, then the Spirit of God came upon Saul's messengers, and they also prophesied. So they told Saul, and he sent other messengers, and they also prophesied. Again Saul sent messengers a third time, and they also prophesied. Then he also went to Ramah. When he came to the great cistern which was in Seku, he asked and said, Where are Samuel and David? Someone said, Look, they are in Nioth and Ramah. So he went there to Nioth and Ramah, and the Spirit of God came upon him also, and he walked along prophesying until he came to Nioth in Ramah. He also stripped off his clothes and prophesied before Samuel. He lay naked all that day and all night. Therefore they say, Is Saul also among the prophets? All right, now let's read First Chronicles chapter 3. These were the sons of David who were born to him in Hebron. The firstborn, Amnon, by Ahinoam the Jezreelite. The second, Daniel, by Abigail the Carmelite. The third, Absalom, the son of Maka, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. The fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggith. The fifth, Shephatiah, by Abital. The sixth, Ithream, by his wife Eglah. Six were born to him in Hebron. And he reigned there seven years and six months. And he reigned thirty-three years in Jerusalem. And these were born to him in Jerusalem, Shemiah, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon, four by Bathsheba, the daughter of Emil, then Ibhar, Elishema, Eliphelet, Noga, Nipheg, Japhia, Elishema, Elieda, and Eliphelet, nine. All these were sons of David, besides the sons of the concubines, and Tamar was their sister. Now the son of Solomon was Rehoboam, Abijah was his son, Asa was his son, Jehoshaphat was his son, Joram was his son, Ahaziah was his son, Joash was his son, Amaziah was his son, Azariah was his son, Jotham was his son, Ahaz was his son, Hezekiah was his son, Manasseh was his son, Ammon was his son, Josiah was his son. And the sons of Josiah, Johanan the firstborn, the second Jehoiakim, the third Zedekiah, the fourth Shalom. And the descendants of Jehoiakim, Jeconiah his son, Zedekiah his son. And the sons of Jeconiah the captive, Shealtiel his son, Malkerem, Pediah, Shenazer, Jechemiah, Hoshamah, and Nedabiah. And the sons of Pediah, Zerubbabel and Shemai. And the sons of Zerubbabel, Meshulam and Hananiah, and Shelemeth their sister, and Hashubah, Ohel, Berechiah, Hasadiah, and Jushab, he said, five. And the sons of Hananiah, Pelatiah, and Jeshiah, the sons of Rephiah, the sons of Arnon, the sons of Obadiah, the sons of Shechaniah, and the sons of Shechaniah, Shemiah, and the sons of Shemiah, Hattush, Egal, Beriah, Neriah, and Shaphet, six. And the sons of Neriah, Elioinai, Hezekiah, and Azrakam, three. And the sons of Elioni, Hodaviah, Elishaba, Eliashib, Peliah, Akub, Johanan, Deliah, and Anani, seven. 
All right, now let's read Psalm 59. For the music director, according to Do Not Destroy, of David, a miktam, when Saul dispatched men and they watched the house to kill him. Deliver me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from workers of iniquity, and from men of bloodshed save me. For look, they lie in wait for my life, the mighty attack against me, not because of my transgression or my sin, O Yahweh. Without guilt on my part they run and ready themselves. Awake to meet me and see. And you, Yahweh, God of hosts, are the God of Israel. Rouse yourself to punish all the nations. Do not be gracious to any who treacherously plot evil. Selah. They return at evening. They howl like dogs while they prowl the city. Look, they pour out talk with their mouth. Swords are on their lips, for they say, Who hears? But you, O Yahweh, will laugh at them. You will mock all the nations. O my strength, I will watch for you, because you, O God, are my high stronghold. My God of loyal love will meet me. God will cause me to look in triumph on my enemies. Do not kill them, lest my people forget. Make them to wander by your power, and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. By the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, even in their pride, let them be trapped. And for the curses and lies they proclaim, destroy in anger, destroy so they are no more, so that they may know that God is ruling in Jacob to the ends of the earth. Selah. They return at evening. They howl like dogs while they prowl the city. As for them, they wander for food. If they are not satisfied, then they continue all night. But as for me, I will sing of your strength, and I will hail your loyal love in the morning, because you have been my high stronghold and a refuge in my time of trouble. O my strength, to you I will give praise, because God is my high stronghold, my God of loyal love. All right, and now let's read Acts chapter 13. Now there were prophets and teachers in Antioch in the church that was there, Barnabas and Simeon, who was called Niger, and Lucius the Cyrenian, and Menaean, a close friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. And while they were serving the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart now for me Barnabas and Saul, for the work to which I have called them. Then, after they had fasted and prayed and placed their hands on them, they sent them away. Therefore, sent out by the Holy Spirit, they came down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed away to Cyprus. And when they came to Salamis, they began to proclaim the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews. And they also had John as assistant. And when they had crossed over the whole island as far as Paphos, they found a certain man, a magician, a Jewish false prophet whose name was Bar-Jesus, who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man. This man summoned Barnabas and Saul and wished to hear the word of God. But Elamus the magician, for his name is translated in this way, opposed them, attempting to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, O you who are full of all deceit and of all unscrupulousness, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now, behold, the hand of the Lord is against you, and you will be blind, not seeing the sun for a while. And immediately mist and darkness fell over him, and he was going around looking for people to lead him by the hand. Then, when the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, because he was astounded at the teaching about the Lord. 
Now Paul and his companions put out to sea from Paphos and came to Perga in Pamphylia. But John departed from them and returned to Jerusalem. And they went on from Perga and arrived at Pisidian Antioch. And they entered into the synagogue on the day of the Sabbath and sat down. So after the reading of the law and the prophets, the rulers of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Men and brothers, if there is any message of exhortation by you for the people, say it. So Paul stood up, and motioning with his hand, he said, Israelite men and those who fear God, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our fathers and exalted the people during their stay in the land of Egypt, and with uplifted arm he led them out of it. And for a period of about forty years he put up with them in the wilderness. And after destroying seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave their land to his people as an inheritance. This took about four hundred and fifty years. And after these things he gave them judges until Samuel the prophet. And then they asked for a king, and God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man from the tribe of Benjamin, for forty years. And after removing him, he raised up David for their king, about whom he also said, testifying, I have found David the son of Jesse to be a man in accordance with my heart, who will carry out all my will. From the descendants of this man, according to his promise, God brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus. Before his coming, John had publicly proclaimed a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. But while John was completing his mission, he said, What do you suppose me to be? I am not he. But behold, one is coming after me, of whom I am not worthy to untie the sandals of his feet. Men and brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to us the message of this salvation has been sent. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not recognize this one, and the voices of the prophets that are read on every Sabbath, fulfilled them by condemning him. And although they found no charge worthy of death, they asked Pilate that he be executed. And when they had carried out all the things that were written about him, they took him down from the tree and placed him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead, who appeared for many days to those who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. And we proclaim the good news to you, that the promise that was made to the fathers, this promise God has fulfilled to our children by raising Jesus. As it is also written in the second psalm, You are my son, today I have fathered you. But that he raised him from the dead, no more going to return to decay, he has spoken in this way, I will give you the reliable divine decrees of David. Therefore he also says in another psalm, you will not permit your Holy One to experience decay. For David, after serving the purpose of God in his own generation, fell asleep and was buried with his fathers, and experienced decay. But he whom God raised up did not experience decay. Therefore let it be known to you, men and brothers, that through this one forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you, and from all the things from which you were not able to be justified by the law of Moses, by this one, everyone who believes is justified. Watch out, therefore, lest what is stated by the prophets come upon you. Look, you scoffers, and be astonished and perish, for I am doing a work in your days, a work that you would never believe, even if someone were to tell it to you. And as they were going out, they began urging that these things be spoken about to them on the next Sabbath. 
And after the synagogue had broken up, many of the Jews and the devout proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who were speaking to them and were persuading them to continue in the grace of God. And on the coming Sabbath, nearly the whole city came together to hear the word of the Lord. But when the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and began contradicting what was being said by Paul and reviling him. Both Paul and Barnabas spoke boldly and said, It was necessary that the word of God be spoken first to you, since you reject it and do not consider yourselves worthy of eternal life. Behold, we are turning to the Gentiles, for the Lord has commanded us. I have appointed you to be a light for the Gentiles, that you would bring salvation to the end of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they began to rejoice and to glorify the word of the Lord. And all those who were designated for eternal life believed. So the word of the Lord was carried through the whole region. But the Jews incited the devout women of high social standing, and the most prominent men of the city, and stirred up persecution against Paul and Barnabas, and threw them out of their district. So after shaking off the dust from their feet against them, they went to Iconium. And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. All right, well, that's the reading for today. Until next time, keep meditating on the Word of God.